You're listening to The Quarantine Season, episode 139, recorded on August 25th, 2020, live from Austin, Texas, with hosts Becky Jo Neal and Kim Stacy. Our musical guest is Jeff Blankenhorn. But first, our show is possible thanks to our patrons and sponsors. Join our community to get exclusive access to content, merch, your own spotlight, and more for as little as $1 a month. Your support helps us continue to showcase local artists. Sign up at cimp.live. That's cimp.live. Thank you for supporting local live music. And remember, to give the podcast a five-star rating, every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. And now, brought to you by Music First Hand and their live music booking app, here's comedians interviewing musicians. I literally thought that was Cookie Monster in the background. Jesus. I thought I thought it was Hamburglar. I was pretty sure it was Hamburglar. And that's why birds aren't real. Welcome to Comedians Interviewing Musicians on Music First Hand. Uh, this is my lovely and beautiful, fresh haircut, gorgeous baby co-host, Kim Stacy. Oh, ow, it hurt my neck. Thank you so much. <laughs> and we are joined here with the immensely talented three-peat alumni, the incredible. Oh God, I forgot. I just really forgot to turn my audio on and I was like, who is yelling about birds? <laughs> this show is off to a great start. I feel really, really good. I think it's that, I think it's that professionalism that, that <laughs> makes me want to keep coming back. I mean. What can I say? I'm over here sweating my balls off for two minutes in, so pray for us. I'm super glad to be I'm here. Sweating. All seriousness, good to be here. Yeah, uh, let's start the show off not by impersonating the Hamburglar, but um, by thanking our sponsors and our patrons. Uh, we really appreciate all of you. We have so many incredible patrons, and our sponsors are really important to us. And we need you, and we love you. So we like yeah, Share T um, Realtor with Stanbury Realtors. Uh, Share T Sells She's amazing. Chicken. She's uh, amazing. Well, uh, sorry. Well, uh, we decided pancake. pancake. Chicken purse is. I kind of want to call her IHOP. Because <gasps> chickens hop. That's not it. It was because of pancakes. Uh, Brian Wolf. Uh, he's amazing. I don't Love know what else to say. Friend of the show. Uh, we had him on a couple weeks ago. I do believe his episode is up now. So. It should be. Also, yeah, Debbie Stanley. No. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Deb. Yeah, you do. We oh, all love Deb. Oh, and Jake Fargard. You know him too, Jeff. Yeah, yes. I just did his show. It was brilliant. It was super fun. Which is better, ours or his? Uh, Gerald Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> Gerald, Gerald's Kitchen Gerald. com. And is that it? Cool. Here, this is my show. show. Welcome to Kim Stacy's. <laughs> Am I back yet? You're yeah, back. Christ, I'm sorry, guys. I just got really, really, really scared. <laughs> sound is barely audible. It's got to be me. Be is there another hamburglar? <laughs> kind of like Look around. Okay, now this is just me. Rubble, now we're rubble, just roasted. <laughs> Someone just said yay. <gasps> yay? The audio's back. Okay, the oh audio's back. What should we do? Guys, what do we do? Good sound. What do we do? What should we do? We should do... I don't know. I, 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 I'm terrified. Now. Susan says, well, now you sound better. We have... Okay, sounds, sounds fantastic. We're not We've robots. got the acceptance of Susan. Contrary to well, we are robots. Movies. We're yeah. just, we're part of the matrix. But what if we then we started talking like this? 
<laughs> yes. Sound better. Are, however, shitty EDM clubs. Yeah, and Ted, right. Ted now says, make me laugh, damn it. So let's do it. Jeff, okay. your fans are insatiable. What do you do at shows that makes them this damn needy? All these people. Oh, it's and true. here we go it's with true. The, the boss man, Kim's boyfriend, coming in. <laughs> and now Susan yeah. says, quick, do the show. Okay, I'm let's quick. This is the show. This is the show. It's like <laughs> being idiots and insulting an amazing, talented artist. I'm so give sweaty. Give people what they want. I'm so sweaty. Just, just give the people what they want. So much pressure. And that's, and that's great. damn song. Jeff. Well, I feel like we, yeah, it was our check-in. We did great. We really tried to do this. Um, so, yeah, can you play us a song now, Jeff? I think the best thing for me to do right now is play a big bummer. So Great. Thank you. Louisiana is my home I drank my whiskey all alone Temptation got me on the run Mama's son don't hurt no one Don't want no trouble Don't want no trouble But trouble find me Trouble find left inside I should be praying to the Lord Don't want to bother Him tonight Oh, and I don't want no trouble Trouble find me Trouble find me Where I wish Oh, I could move on Redemption too far gone Trouble find me
can't take it no more All this knock, knock, knocking on my door Nothing's on the other side But still I'm always open wide Oh, and I don't want no trouble, no Thank you so much. Uh, if you guys are just joining us, we are here. This is Comedians Interviewing Musicians. Um, it is not a fun game show. It is just two silly women gonna be interviewing Mr. Jeff Plankenhorn. This is the third time you've been on the show. You were on episode 37 and then episode something. I can't even, honestly, it's been a long time. Thank you very much. Uh, we'd like to say to everyone to the audience, uh, there is, uh, Chris is gonna pin the Venmo uh, and the Patreon. Uh, for Mr. Jeff Plankenhorn. So please, if you are not already subscribed and supporting him monthly, please do that on Patreon. Um, some of you don't know what that is. It is basically an all exclusive um, it, it sort of view into it. Artists can produce any amount of content. You just throw in a couple of dollars a month and you can see as much as you like. It's uh, truly awesome and a great way to help support people uh, who are not gigging right now. So please do that. Um, Kim, let's, uh, Kim's the best Instagram stalker in the world, so I would just like to give this little mini segment over to her. Thank you so much. Tell us about her Insta stalking. Yeah, uh, so definitely uh, Insta stalked you a lot. Went all the way back to 2014. Mm. Uh, so we have a special guest on deck. So I'm going to do some questions here, and then we're going to invite this special guest. Are you ready? I'm a little on the nervous side as to who this is going to be. I want to say that you shouldn't be nervous, but then I'd be lying to you. Okay. So first is first. Can you tell us a little bit about being a boy soprano? Oh, sure. Um, You know, uh, usually there's a lot of jokes, you know, uh, that that go along with it. But um, it was like a really, really, really wonderful time in my life. Um, Basically, I I, I started singing and um, I was raised by a single parent mom and she traveled quite a bit. And my dad left when I was pretty young. Um, We have since... Uh, uh, resolved and gotten our issues and we talk now and all that kind of stuff and it's great but at the time it was a really really tough time I've done my share of uh, battling demons so uh, forgiveness is kind of a easy thing for me these days but as far as like when I was a kid um, right around like six or seven I could already sing pretty well in tune and without reading music the choir director in church would uh, go like this and just mark the pitches so I knew where I was going 
and I became like a lead boy soprano. By the time I was 10, I did my first uh, uh, national anthem at a at a, a baseball game for for I did the Indians a couple of times. Hope they changed their name. And for the uh, uh, the Phillies, fine. Okay with that name. Roll over there. Um, As a but, lady horse, I am... Isn't that what a filly is? I don't even know what a filly is. That yes, a filly is that. <laughs> As a filly. Uh, it's a sandwich. Keep going. <gasps> yeah, so so it was a really, really huge thing because uh, I found a, a lot of um, love and attention, of course, but also immediately that, uh, you know, I can make people feel good. And that's kind of been like the driving force ever since. As soon as my voice started changing and that thing that boys call puberty, only boys, that thing, um, when, when that happened, it. yes, exactly. When that happened, I started picking up guitar. And my brother was a guitar player, and I always went, I was like John's little brother who plays guitar too. Like, oh, you're John's brother? You play guitar? Oh, that's great. You know, because John was like the one, right? Yeah. And, and he was a badass at it. Um, and that's kind of when I went down that. And I didn't sing for years because, you know, my voice was changing and stuff. And so between the years like 10 and 12, it was just like from boy soprano to I'm going to learn everything I can about guitar and being in my room eight hours a day and my mom banging on the door going, it sounds like someone's dying in there, you know, and I know you know how to play something pretty, you know, and stuff like that. And uh, yeah. but, but it was exactly what I needed. And um I've really never looked back since then. So, and and the boy soprano thing was great too, because taught me a lot about uh, how to sing and how to breathe, and and both of those things have been really good for my uh, what would you say, type A, type, type of <laughs> you know kind of things. <laughs> yeah. And so you know, being able to calm the inner voice and being able to breathe a little bit has been you know helpful as I've gotten older. I had a different experience growing up as a female bass. Mm, so that's sort of the other thing, right? <laughs> yeah, <they're, laughs> but that also happened when I got puberty. Yeah, well, so my mom they, was a bass. They make you like stand next to like not they like they I was I was all, I also had to sing with the boys, so they put me in the alto section, but they put me on the very so I was yeah, so I was kissing next to the baritones and everything, and then uh, it, you know all of them would start to sing, and then I would go, <gasps> and <laughs> everyone's then, like, yeah, that's then, my daughter. Yeah, but then a lady gets older, and that becomes sultry. It becomes like a, a Catherine. Yeah, and and now I uh, you make money that way, there doing phone calls. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my uh, my Instagram question for you is: You posted something. Um, you know, all your friends are talking about who they are. Which golden girl are you, though? Oh, see, that's the thing. So, okay, so I kind of have a thing with the golden girls, and this is my thing with the golden girls. Okay, there was I'm a, ready for there, it. there was a time when all of the gals that I knew would say regarding Sex in the City. They would say, oh, she's such a, what are their names, Samantha, and she's Samantha. such a this, and she's such a that. Mm -hmm. And I said it would be much better and much more apropos if people did it with Golden Girls. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Because almost all of us want to be a Sophia. You know, we want to be the Sophia. We really, really do. And 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 in our hearts of hearts, we 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 sometimes try to be that that like, oh, I don't care. I'm just going to say whatever comes out of my mouth. You know, but right. really, um, 
I mean, I guess, I, you know, I, I, it's a tough one for me. It's a tough one for me, but I'm really good at doing other people. Because, like, A. Whitney Brown was talking to me on this, and he was like, are you the only... I, I thought I was the only person you talked to about that. I, th I was creeped out, and I was like, yes. You know, and that makes you a uh, Dorothy. You know, and... <laughs> and I don't know, I almost feel people. like you could be a Blanche. You know, it's possible. I, f I kind of feel that. I don't know. <laughs> what do you think that Becky Joe and I are? Am I a Blanche, a Sophia, a Dorothy? What do you think? I think a Blanche. Definitely. You're a Blanche. Becky doesn't wait, know. Wait, wait, wait. No, wait. Are you remembering which one's Dor which? Bitch. Yes, Dorothy the tall one. Yeah. Yes. It's kind of mean. Yeah, she was the one who was just kind of like uh, matter she was, of fact. She always yes. did the deadpan. She did the deadpan. She yeah. would always be like, she'd do the Milton Berle looks like. Right. You know. I feel like I'm equal parts the slutty one and the deadpan one. Yeah. I want to say that I'm the Sophia, like you said, but. But you are, though. You are. I just need for some Jeff reason, to Betty say White's, For some reason, Betty White's name is escaping me right now. Rose. Rose, thank you, Rose. Yeah. And that's the other thing, too, is a lot of us think we're the Sophia, and really, we got a lot of Rose. That's okay. true, but... It's really okay. Do you see how fun this is, though? It's really yeah, a lot more fun I'm not fun having fun until you going. tell me that I'm Sophia. You're totally Sophia. Thank you, you so much. Um, well, before... <laughs> what? Oh, it's it's six thirty. I know, but but wait, oh. wait, 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 wait. I was gonna say before we have our special guest come on, I do have one more question. Since you know Canada, uh, mm. I wanted to know if between these three, which one you are. Uh, so, are you Celine Dion, Avril Lavigne, or Alanis Morissette? Alanis Morissette. Easily. I knew you were gonna say it. I but I mean, if I agree. really had a choice, though. But if I really had a choice, though, I would throw a fourth in. And you might call me a Katie Lang. Okay. 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 Come on. Okay. Give me some Katie Lang. Give okay. me some Katie Lang love. Okay. All right. But I'm saying, so with that that tree, I like to perfect. crew. I like to crew. You're, yes. Well, you're Lena set. Becky Jones, yeah. obviously, Avril Lavigne, and I'm Celine Dion. There we go. That Good works. Night. You're welcome. That works for me. Okay, we're good. You know, there are people that think Avril Lavigne is dead, and they replace her. A her record company replaced her with a lookalike. Look it up. It's hysterical. No, it is really yeah. funny. Yeah. Well, they did that with Paul McCartney. Clearly, Jeff's like, I'm Paul McCartney. Uh, <laughs> it's me. <laughs> we've in. We well, you know, really. The first time that Jeff was on the show. We had a very special guest. 37. Um, yes. Oh no. Episode 37. Now um, I know what's happening. Guest who is hilarious, uh, very sweet. Uh, their oh, family no. members are very big fans of, the sh of yours. So they were at the show and he decided to be, well, he's going to be, we're going to bring him on when he's ready. I know he's waiting and prepping up some seriously hard, hard, hard hitting questions. questions. So. But uh, if you guys remember, if, if for those of you who have seen the episode, if you haven't, please, it's on YouTube. Uh, it's in the baby Genesis form of comedians interviewing musicians in the first 50 <laughs> episodes. Well, can uh, I just do a quick plug for you guys? Okay, so I'm, I'm gonna break in because you have two seconds. And that's this, when we talk about that Patreon thing, I don't know about you guys, but for me, like I love the people that follow me on Patreon. Yes. Because it's like, it's 
literally direct connection. Like I stopped caring about, I stopped caring about Spotify and all these other things. And Patreon is just, it's such a great way to just like direct connection, fan to peer, friend and family, et cetera, et cetera. And with that, uh, hello, young person. This is Hello, youngling. Youngling. I'm only gonna call him a youngling. Hi, Graham, how are you? Good. Are you uh, enjoying getting to stay home from school, from quarantine? Uh, not anymore. (laughs) You're bored? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I, I understand you're here to ask Jeff some questions, like old times, a couple of years ago. Do you remember that? Yeah. Did you have fun then? Well, I hope you did. Yeah, sweet. Let's do it again. I'm excited. Let's roast Jeff Plankenhorn. Take it I'm away, here. Graham. I'm here. I can take it. <laughs> okay. Hi, Graham. Hello. Nice to see you, buddy. Um... What's your favorite part of social distancing? <laughs> uh, I think that it's surprising. Like, uh, that's a great question, Graham, because um, uh, I, um, you know, you get a lot of hugs and stuff at shows. Like, we used to all carry around Purell and, and hand sanitizer anyway, and we used to call it goober juice because you'd go to a festival and all the goobers would touch you. And so you'd have to, like, after you got done with a festival, it'd be like all the goobers would shake your hand and stuff. And it's like, well, I love these people, but some of them, yeah, you know, they're a little goobery, you know. And so you'd, <laughs> you'd have some goober juice. So I think that one of the greatest things is, like, just I've been to Japan a couple of times, and I think we should give up the whole handshake thing. And I think we should all start bowing because it's super polite and it's awesome and nobody gets sick. And I'm not even a germaphobe. Like, I'm not a germy guy. But I love that about social distancing. Plus, I love locking myself in a room and playing guitar. So that kind of works out <laughs> great. Um, which song did you have the most fun making? Ah, like in the studio? Yeah. There's a, yeah, there's a song that I had not on my last EP, but on my last um, record. Uh, my full-length record, and it's the title track. It's called Sleeping Dogs. And I really loved it um, because it was, like, interesting who played. Like, I played bass on it, which I don't do a lot on records. So it was really fun, like, playing bass lines. And and there were all these weird things we did in the studio that were kind of unexpected and fun. And a lot of times the studio can be very... uh, uh, hectic and sometimes time is money so you get worried about stuff it can be stressful and it was just one of the most fun times I ever had and plus it ended up being the title track and I ended up being able to put like a close up picture of my dog on the album and and like I'm a dog person and my wife's a dog person so it was just like everything kind of fell into place so that was probably the most fun I had recording a song Sleeping Dogs like that. Yeah. Do you miss doing songs on the road? Very much so, you know. Um, it's another great question. Uh, very much so. You get a connection with people when you're playing shows. And when people ask me about what that feels like, I usually tell them this. If you're like at a show and you're watching a concert and you really, really love what's going on on stage and you're just like vibing and you're like in the middle of it and you feel connected to the person on stage, usually when I'm playing, 
I feel almost exactly like that. And the more I take my own head out of it and realize that it's about like connection, the more I super, super love it, you know, and it's not so much about me. And so I really, really miss that. But I am super thankful, and I'm not kidding, that we get to do stuff like this and that the technology has been kind of used for something good to keep people connected. I'm all the way up on Vancouver Island right now. Do you know where that is? It's in Canada, and it's on the west coast of Canada, and it's really, really beautiful. But right now, you and I get to have this conversation, and we're 3,000 miles. Well, I'm not sure. Something like that. Away <laughs> from each other, you know? I haven't counted. Math is hard. Don't confuse. No, don't confuse. I'll let, I'll, I'll let Graham do that. But it's really, really, really great that we get to do that. I miss being on the road very much, but I'm also very thankful, you know, that we get to do this. Question, um, have you been writing more or less since COVID-19 started? Uh, honestly, a lot more. And when I was out on the road and trying to make it as a 47-year-old almost famous musician, I was... Uh, <laughs> it was like good, yeah. I um I was having to do so many other things that don't have to do with music and dealing with booking agents and and managers and and uh, social media people and things that you have to do. But when COVID hit and I hate that it's come at the expense of, you know, so much bad stuff, but a lot of us musicians and a lot of comedians as well have my wife says that we're all very resilient and that she thinks it's really really cool how everybody has just like boom snap their fingers we're going to figure out how to do this yeah you know I, but i've written a ton more and i also like co-write just the way we're doing it right now like i'll call up a friend of mine and on zoom and we'll co-write as if we're in the same room Cool. And I've done a number of songs that way, and it's really helped me feel connected during this tough time. Oh, I love that. Me it's too. Good. For all your questions? Uh, no. That He's got six funny, more. Graham. He's got six more. Hell yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> How often do you practice your guitar versus playing? Yeah, you know, that's another thing that's been really great about um, being locked up is to have time. Um, I didn't have a lot of time in the last few years to pick up my guitar for fun or to practice. It would be, I got to work. And it was working on somebody's demo or I was going to send somebody a track via the internet or I was going to go play a show or I was going to go in the studio. And even though I'm working a lot from home right now, I'm also like having a lot of fun experimenting um, and I've also been playing a lot of piano right now. I actually did two piano songs on my Patreon last month which was a terrifying experience but really fun. So I'm starting to practice a lot more. I would say on a good day it would be really nice if I got an hour. But I don't want to say that on here because if you're starting guitar an hour is not very much time to practice. Mm -mm. You gotta practice a lot more than that. Now playing, I probably play three or four hours a day between singing, recording, etc. maybe teaching a lesson here and there, 
So it's kind of like that. Yeah, Graham, you got to get lessons from Jeff Plankenhorn. Got to do it. Happy to do it. Would love that. Do you have one more question, Graham? I have one more. Okay, give us a good good one. Pick your question. The best. Oh, there are two good ones. Okay, we'll give you two. We can do two. Okay, do you sing in the shower? If so, what songs? Okay, that's fantastic. Um, what a great <laughs> question. Um, the answer is most definitely yes. And I also, like, I have a song called Love is Love. And that song came from a melody that came out of the shower. And I got out of the shower and I grabbed the guitar off the wall and I sang into my little phone. And I took that song and I had that melody for a long time. And I knew I was going to use it for something super special because I loved it. And that came out of singing. But I am terribly, oh, excuse me. Oh. Uh, we all of us with dogs were like, shut up! But it wasn't. Is us it my dog? Kid. My dog's not barking. <laughs> uh, my dogs are my dogs are sleeping dogs right now. But I will. Um, I I am um, uh, one of my secret uh, pleasures is uh, I'm a fanalo, and that I grew up listening to a little bit of Barry Manilow along with Stevie Wonder, and so I actually guilty pleasure love Barry Manilow, and it's really not embarrassing. But um, but I sing a lot of Stevie Wonder to the point where if I'm on a road trip with my wife, I'm not allowed to play Stevie Wonder because I will drive her insane. Because I sing like, every word at the top. Stops at Stevie Wonder. I, I, top of my lungs, every s- single word. I own everything Stevie Wonder ever did. Everything. You know, so that's what I sing in the shower for sure. Heck yeah. That's um, I love that. My final question is, what is the weirdest venue you have ever performed at? Okay, so I got a great answer for you here. And uh, and it really was last year. Okay, so I get a, que- I get a call and they say, okay, well, there's this one place that we're going to have you play in a certain town in Wyoming. And I'm doing a solo tour, acoustic, right? And all I'm doing is playing with my acoustic guitar and telling stories and playing songs to listening rooms, right? So this, I get a call on the way into town and they said, we have to move the venue. And I said, well, why do we have to switch the venue on the day of the show? And they said, because we don't have sound equipment. We have to move you to a place where we have sound equipment. So I said, okay, are you familiar with Dave and Busters? Okay, it's pretty fun, right? I've never been. <laughs> okay. Are you like that kind of a place where you play like like video games and like hoops and like Super Mario Kart and like all these different things and there's lots of pew, 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 bells and whistles. Well, I walk into this place and it's like Dave and Buster's on steroids. It's like to the 10th degree, there's massive stuff everywhere. So they put me on a stage and I'm on the stage setting up my solo stuff. It's a giant stage. And there's like a giant three-person Super Mario Kart over here. There's like three pinball machines. These are on stage with me. And they don't turn them off. And kids are running around and playing. And so I'm just sitting there like playing my songs, like looking at like children run behind me, screaming and yelling, yeah, yeah, 
again. I'm like, trouble find me, you know. And so after the very first song, I decided, okay, one of two things can happen. I can get mad and I can go, okay, I just don't want to play this gig and leave. But instead, I decided I would be a warrior. And I looked around the crowd and I found a table full of a bunch of college guys and they were with their gals. And I was like, that's my audience. And I was like, they're going to like me before I leave. And I just laser focused on them. I started talking to them. I started asking them about music. What do they like? Da, 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 da. And by the end of the show, they were all buying T-shirts. And I only played really loud music because I had to over the top of yeah. pew, pew, Mario pew, Kart. Pew. Yeah. But that was a weird one. And it was, you know, that's the first one that comes to mind. Truthfully, I've played a lot of weird gigs. But I really love your questions. Those are great questions, Grant. Thank you so much. Yeah, Kim and Becky Joe are just, they're going to have to take some notes. Yeah, we failed. You just <laughs> you took over our job. So I guess this is Grant interviewing musicians. And I think from now yeah. on. Yeah. It's true. Thanks for having me. Talk to your colorist. It was really great <laughs> hanging out with you again, buddy. Yeah, thank you so hey. much, Graham. Thanks for having me. Have a good one, babes. Bye. 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 We are going to, if you're just joining us here on the live stream, this is Comedians Interviewing Musicians. That is the lovely and talented Graham. He uh, made an appearance on episode 37, so check that out on YouTube uh, to see. I also remembered it as he said it. He said sort of famous. Oh, sort of, not almost. What's it like to be sort of famous? Yeah, that's <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> it just like and I was like me in the middle of it. Um, also, <laughs> I'd like to take a tiny second. Um, Miss what did I miss? I missed this one. Somebody put this adorable comment about how you're such a gentleman. Uh, oh, they yeah, don't know. Super, super, and I think it's very Tia true. did. Oh, yes. Jeff is forever such a gentleman in speech and manner. You are a boss musician. And yeah. Brian Wolf says hi. Also follow Brian Wolf on Patreon. Um, and if you had a really good time, please PayPal, Venmo, Patreon. It's like, what, what, what are those? Something, something, army. <laughs> PayPal, Venmo, <laughs> Patreon, Plankenhorn. Uh, that's where you can support Jeff today. But we are going to hear Thank a you. couple of songs, and then we're going to come back and play a quick game before we hear another song. So All right. let's give it up for the lovely and talented Jeff Plankenhorn. Well, I, since we mentioned, uh, uh, you know, my favorite song to do in the studio, why don't I do that? And then we also mentioned uh, that song that I, that I love so much. So I'm, I'm playing a lot of stuff from old albums right now, but but they're appropriate because they were asked about and talked about. So, and that was really fun. Okay, here's the song Sleeping Dogs. Used to worry about everything. What you thought, what you think. Now I know I do what's right. I let the sleeping dogs lie. Every time I fall down, I once again feel the cold ground. Get up, leave it, and go on trying. And let the sleeping dogs lie. So I, so I, I let the sleeping dogs lie. Once you had me in your claws, never knew what was the cause. But I let go, I ceased to fight. And let the sleeping dogs lie You 
say some things behind my back Well, I'm not so concerned with that Your problem has never been mine I let the sleeping dogs lie So I, so I I let the sleeping dogs lie So I, so I I let the sleeping dogs lie to blame that's exactly when I lost the game no more tears come from my eyes I let the sleeping dogs lie I see it clearly coming through the mist where to finally be done with this the illusion of power it fades with time if you let the sleeping dogs lie so I so I I let the sleeping dogs lie She has a heart so true and kind But what I love is her beautiful mind All them troubles we can leave behind And let the sleeping dogs lie Yeah! And Oscar was like, that song is never gonna let the sleeping dogs lie Dad Please let me sleep. Anyway, Sleeping Dogs from the album of the same name. And uh, we mentioned earlier uh, the song Love is Love because it started with a little riff. Song was inspired by Lin Manuel Miranda. Uh, the night uh, he gave a speech at the Tony Awards after the Pulse nightclub massacre shooting, the horrible, horrible thing. And it went viral, his speech, and he had this poem at the end of it, and at the end of it, he just said this thing over and over and over again that uh, all the old hippies used to say when I was a kid, and in 2018 when I wrote the song, it was like, man, do we really still have to be saying this? Have we not learned already that love is love? But if we do have to say it, I wanted to get it in a song so we could sing it together and, uh, and know that it's true. I always like it when people sing along with this at home. I can feel it when you do it, I think. At least I think so. People put it in the, in the chat that they're singing along. such 
Try as you might to clearly define Well, you won't come back with much Love is love is love Love is love is love Try to change love That give conditions and rules They try to tell you that they know better Well, tell you you're loving cool But love don't mind your religion Love don't know about race Love don't care where you may come from Love doesn't need to explain Love is love Is love Love is love Is just a lot of sweet comments of how great your songs are great message uh kate howard is here we love kate howard ah the Uh, austin word woman boy she's quick with man she is a good pun writer oh my gosh that's when we had her on the show we had that uh he's such a great performer a wonderful human being and a fantastic collaborator 
Yeah. No. I'm getting a. It's it's a, a well. Thanks. It's a, a lot of a lot of redemption here. Don't worry. Um, some I'm sure somebody will write a garbage comment about you. So we'll bring you back to earth. Yeah. I'm ready. Uh, but Somewhere. also, I wanted to fact check. Uh, okay. Vancouver to Austin is 2,255 miles. So you're very close. Kind but of. if you add, if you go to Campbell River, BC, which is on Vancouver Island, which is where we are, that's a smidge further. Oh, God. Why do you have to Campbell die? River, BC. I'm trying so No, and hard. it's pretty cool. So I was pretty close to 3,000 miles. You have to yeah. do it right from Hazel's house. Great. If you do it from uh, drop, Hazel's, drop, drop me the pin. drop the pin. Drop the pin on Hazel's house, and then we'll do Austin. Drop the drop. Yeah, drop the pin. Um, in what do we got? the what do we got? in the comments, oh. so everyone knows well, where you are. Well, you know what? Two thousand three hundred ninety-four miles. That's pretty good. Hazel yeah. coming through. That's pretty good. Yeah, Hazel is Hazel's the bomb. She's yeah. the best. I love her. Uh, Tia um, says that song also lifts my mood. Good. Aww. Yeah. Good. Come good. On, good. Tia. So um, right on. This love that song. Is the game time? Um, Yay! Oh, I like to curate games specifically for our guests because Becky, I, like I don't know if you, I'm. Are, can hmm? you turn up just a teeny bit? Or yeah, get closer. I can't hear you as much, oh, Becky. Yeah. Here we go. There um, we go. The name of this game is the nickname game. Uh, you, Jeff, the Plank Plankenhorn, have <laughs> quite a sick little nickname. Um, so I thought I would. It, it, did you know? To this day, there are six, these are all like self-proclaimed, six kings of uh, rock and roll, two kings of blues, more than four kings of rap. There's at least four kings of rap. Uh, Eminem said he was one of them, go home. Uh, Two queens of rap, we all know who that, there's gotta be more than two. Uh, Six queens of country, uh, four kings of country, and one king of pop, but he doesn't count, so. The, the only ones I probably don't know are the male kings of country. Those are probably yeah, the ones I know the, the least what, of. George Strait, Willie no, Nelson. I would, yeah, I mean, I would say probably uh, Hank Williams Sr. Yeah. Um, oh. You know, Johnny Cash. True. Well, Maybe. he's, what do they call him? He's the man in black. I, I the one Part of this game is like, obviously there are, you know, like the thin white Duke because David Bowie, we have like the lizard king, Jim Morrison, like there's, there's so ah, many obvious ones. But, but you guys realize that, that Plankenhorn is a stage name. Really? Yeah, I mean, I just like, I, when I decided that I was gonna do a a, uh, a solo career at the ripe age of 43, I was just looking for something that just dripped from the tongue like honey. And one night I just woke up and I went, Plankenhorn. And, it is sexy. And I just thought, yeah, yeah. My real name is actually Nick Steele. But I didn't think it was rock and roll enough, so I went with you have, you have a porn plank name. and horn. I went with plank and horn. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's very saxophone. What is it with Parks and Rec? Oh, I yeah. don't know. Like, uh, was it? Isn't it Duke Silver? Yes. Duke Silver. That's why that it, it, Nick Steele reminds me of you, like doing some kind of jazz album. Oh, okay. Is it cool yeah. if it's if it's with the 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 English spelling with three E's, a la oh, Remington? Clearly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Remington. Yeah. Well, that's that's what it was. What is it? So. It's like steel magnolias. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Exactly. Now they have sweet magnolias on Netflix. Stop it. Uh, yeah. Tea What's says the? Uh, you plank. Um, it's so true. can you guess 
who is the self-proclaimed king of fuck. He's a musician. Of what? King of fuck. Flavor Flav. Oh, so close, bitch. No. <laughs> not even close at all. You could not be in a different, more different ballpark. Justin Bieber. It's Marilyn Manson. <laughs> oh, woof, of course. <laughs> Boo! Can you guess the beautiful people. Hunter S. Thompson. Apparently, Hunter S. Thompson and Marilyn Manson were really good Judies. Can you guess what Hunter S. Thompson's nickname for Marilyn Manson was? Because this one makes no damn sense to me. Mm. White horse. Yeah. I want to say it has something to do with Marilyn Monroe instead of Marilyn, like he called oh, her. I love that. Bombshell or something. <laughs> Shit eyes. What is Shit happening? Eyes. Like, I'm not, I mean, Hunter is a hard game. very gifted, but shit eyes. He really shit. didn't try at all there. No. And I think that's probably why Marilyn wears those terrifying icy contacts now. He's like, I can't. Oh. Hunter S. Thompson made fun of my brown eyes. Um, that would do it, though. If you made fun yeah. of my eyes, I don't know what I would do. True. Okay, this, uh, this artist's name is Marvin Lee Addy. Uh, uh-huh. His dad gave him his stage name at a young age because he was, like, big and chunky, uh, can you guess what rock star Marvin Lee Addy? He, this is stage name. He wasn't Fats Domino. He, was, uh, he wasn't uh, the Notorious B.I.G. Nope. He wasn't Tiny Tim. The State Marshmallow Man. Give me a hint. Uh, I mean, the name is a food. Marshmallow. Meatloaf. Yeah, meatloaf. <laughs> I got one. Yeah, his dad gave him that name as a kid because he was just like a meatloaf of a kid, you know? No, I'm pretty sure meatloaf was his real name. <laughs> legally, I'm sure he changed it, but Marvin Leani was his legally. Christian name. Mm. Uh, Good actor. Ooh, okay. Uh, Great actor. Especially uh, in Spice yeah. World. This uh, famous bassist died doing coke with Vegas strippers in 2002. Um, Why do we think I would know this? Because <laughs> of the strippers. And his name uh, was given to him because he his large, Im- imposing, and virtually immobile presence on stage. Just like this big fucking dude that wouldn't fucking just play the bass and never move. Okay, that's a lot of bass players. A lot of bass players don't like to 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 to, to prance around stage. No. It's true. Okay, so bass player who died. Sid Vicious? Nope. No, he's not really the stripper type either. You know? He's too punk. Um, yeah, he's pretty punk. Yeah, and he didn't die that way anyway. Uh, what am I thinking? Okay, so rock. Rock bass player. It's not John Entwistle. He was too old for that at that point. But he's he never moved. The guy from The Who. He just stayed in one place. Rock and roll bass player who just stayed in one place. It's not John Paul Jones. It's not. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. It is John Entwistle, and he I went was, by the. I Ox. said. I said John Entwistle. You just did. Now. I totally missed that. You said not John Entwistle. I was like, no, I guess it's not. No, yeah, he's he's literally. Yeah, I mean, from the who? do, do yeah, we no. count that? You said not. No, you don't count it. I got I, I because I said there's no way it was him. I figured he's that if he died, with, and, he died well, he's in his like Zeppelin and. Uh, the Who. The Who. 
Yeah. And like that he was called the ox when he was playing yeah. with Pete Townsend because Pete Townsend was all over the place. And yeah. he was just sit there like, yeah. And you couldn't even move him. So like, and he's the held his base very. He held his base very high, and he also played twenty four karat gold strings, which is like, come on, for real. I mean, come on, ox. Um, this one's just funny because it not says traffic nickname. cone was his name. <laughs> just want to uh, say that. Um, who was called the possum by two radio DJs? who surprisingly did not get their asses beat for this. I remember who Possum was. Possum was... Oh, it's something from the Sun Radio years. The Possum was... It wasn't Chet Atkins. It was... It was uh, The Possum. I know who this is. I know who Possum was. Possum was... Carl Perkins? George Jones was the oh, Dang it, I knew that. I knew that from how- my time in Nashville. Can I tell you guys you a quick George like, George Jones story? Yes, always. Okay, so my, when I lived in Nashville, George Jones had gotten in a lot of DUIs and stuff, which is not funny. But um, it's not. It's really, really not. But he had a, a big problem with drinking and driving. And he had this big, giant, green SUV, and he had gotten it into an accident, and they towed it, and they totaled it. And someone, there was this big carpet world at the corner of 65 and I-40, like this big giant place and they took a huge crane and they put his SUV up on a crane and a sign that said don't drink and drive. Oh. Now, that's not the the messed up funny part. The messed up funny part is they had to take it down because everyone was looking at it and getting in accidents. No. That's great. I mean, that's great. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Don't it's not a really logical this huge distraction. Exactly. While you're driving on the highway, it's just not very sensible. Well, that's not kind right. of like what you were saying. Uh, was it la? No, two weeks ago or something like that with the blowies, with yeah. uh, you know Hitler giving everyone one um, doll to have sex with, so they would stop yeah, spreading and diseases. Farmer, <laughs> the farmer that blew up a blow up doll because his scarecrow wasn't working. So he, he put a blow-up doll in his pasture. Yeah. And Why haven't we gone um, here in this entire show? Because people were like, what the? Like, <laughs> what is that naked woman doing strapped to those corn stalks? What the hell? I got to say, I feel like I've missed out that this is oh. where the show is supposed to go. This is where it's supposed to go. Straight up, the, if all, when, this, when the Blowies interview is live, all of you need to watch the final game when I quiz them about blow-up dolls because I learned a lot. I did too. Fair enough. enough. Yeah. Um, Okay. Who is the Pope of Mope? I'm going to say Morrissey. Easy. That one's the easiest one. Did I get it? I can't. Yeah, it's right. Uh, Who is is less? I know. Well, what's funny is because I'm I'm an emo kid, like former emo kid. So when I heard Pope of Mope, my millennial ass went to Connor Oberst of Bright Eyes. I was like, oh, he's the sappy. Oh, yeah, yeah, the there you go. And but I'm a little I'm older. An asshole. I will I will post the article in the comments so I can give this person the, the journalist credit. But the person who put together this list of stuff that I ripped information from, I, I ripped the one paragraph that's for a while there. You might have thought Connor Oberst would take the title, but the former Smith's frontman released an album of metallic proto-mope in 2009 that staved off Sir Bright Eyes for another decade. And I thought that was the shadiest, funniest, <laughs> former emo kid stabbing herself. I love that. That's a good one. That's a good stab. 
For the last, I have, I have four final. Um, they're rapid fires. Okay, I'm, give I'm not you quick. A title, and you're you and Kim are going to tell me who you think it is off the top of your head. Okay. Uh, the first lady of music. Aretha Franklin. Ooh, close, Kim. Me. Yes, uh, it's Kim Stacy. Nailed it. Uh, Actually, what's funny is the first lady, the Queen of Soul is Aretha ah, Franklin. The First yeah. Lady of Music is right. Beyonce, yeah, bitch. Oh, uh, that's fair. I'll, I'll buy that. Yeah, I like that too. Okay. I like that you said close. Yeah, close. I mean, yeah. beautiful singer songwriter, beautiful singer songwriter. Yeah, powerful black woman, powerful black woman. Yeah, Tia's like Aretha. Yeah. Yes, you heard it here first, Tia. Tia. <clears throat> okay, who's uh, the Queen of Soul? Comebacks? Thank you. This one. Queen of Comebacks. Kim. Queen of comebacks, queen of comebacks, queen of comebacks. That was my hint. <laughs> what was the hint? Is it is it Cher? It has to yeah, be. Yeah, it's got to be Cher. She's the queen of comebacks, the queen of reinvention. That woman yeah. lost her husband. Come on. Yeah. And she's never. I mean, I was just talking about like farewell tour, farewell tour, farewell tour. Yeah. I'm just talking about turning How back time. Many times. She just is turns she back time. Leaving? Be the queen of comeback. Okay. Who is the king of orgasmic rock? Bro. King of orgasmic Jeff Plankenhorn. Ooh, Kim Stacy. Maybe in my old, younger years. No. Uh, uh, I did actually <laughs> say one of his uh, uh, nicknames earlier. That is my hint. I did name him earlier. Oh, oh, uh, Jim Morrison. Mm-hmm. Lizard yeah. King thinks he's the king of orgasmic rock, which yeah. whatever. I mean, he's I wrong. Love hate relationship with him. But. Yeah, he had moments. Ooh, and this is the were, last one. This few. one I think is uh, this one's just a shout out to my dad because I was totally raised on this person's entire discography. The King Neil of Diamond. High Seas. Neil Diamond. I like this. Neil Diamond. <laughs> Kim Stacy. Of Sam high Smith. seas, yeah, like high seas, like pitch. Yeah. Mm, I mean, sailor, because I want to go with high seas. Oh, you know, yes. uh, Captain Ahab. No, it's actually Pavarotti. So. <laughs> Who? Pavarotti. Opera singer Pavarotti. Mm. Ooh, Tia Sandy guessed Freddie Mercury. That is a pretty good. That's one. a good one. That's and a good. share tea is in the house. Share tea and waffles are in the house. Thank bless it. Um, yeah. Yes, those were also fun fact. It's not that I'm shitting on Madonna because I would be a terrible gay if that even came to my thought. But she has also called herself the first lady of pop, the queen of comebacks, and the queen of pop. She's never been called that. She just called herself that after yeah. somebody else did. I mean, I'm sorry, but that's a very Trumpy um, thing to do. Yes. That is a very Trumpy thing to do. It is. I get is kicked off a game TikTok for this. This is what happens. I get kicked I'm off sorry, a game TikTok for talk shit about Madonna. Yeah, that would do it. That would do it. She went to my high school. What? Yeah, she went to the same high school as me. Yeah, she me. At the same time? No. Good God, no. She's a little bit older. 15 years older, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, Jeff's like, damn, bitch. You know Madonna's like 100. <laughs> like... Listen, <laughs> that was a compliment for both of them. <laughs> just pull a Nancy Pelosi. That's what I just did. 
<laughs> I love that. Well, you just played the baby shark. Do 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 baby no. shark. Kid. No, I get the water gun. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> thank you for playing the nickname game, Jeff the Plank Plankenhorn. It was the, my pleasure. Uh, do you guys know what plank music. means, by the way, and what plank means in the UK? No. Dumbass. It's not that sad. That, no, if uh, if you, if somebody says you're a plank, well, like that. that means you're as thick as two short planks. So the first time I went to England, I had an album called Jeff Plank and Horn Plank, and they were like, "Do they really call you that?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And they're like, "Okay," you know. And uh, so it just gave us something to talk about because it's like, here I am, I've got my brand new album, my first time touring over there, and here he is, Jeff Plank and Horn, dumbass. You know? It was great. It. Oh, that's brilliant. Well, thank you for playing. Um, if you, uh, those watching are having a good time, please Venmo tip Mr. Plank, uh, Mr. Jeff the Dumbass Plankenhorn. Um, That's me, I am a dumbass. <laughs> oh. You ain't lying. Wait, I don't know what this means, but if Ted just said if Madonna and Trump had a fast food restaurant, question mark. What would it be called? Ooh, no, it's right there. It's, it's it'd, be gonna, called, um, it'd be called Shitting Star. Um, <laughs> You must be my shitting star. Yes. Push your shit on me. Wait. And you shit like so far. Robbing yeah, the whole like, country for fun. There we go. Yeah. That's it. Um, <laughs> also, I, before we get We've to this called... last song. Oh, no. He said it's McDonald's. <laughs> my head so hard on my desk. <laughs> McDonald's. McDonald's. I love that. Um, Not bad, well, Ted. We uh, are sort of running out of time here, but we have to do, yeah. we're going to do another song. Uh, we just like to say again, thank you to everyone who's watching. Sorry about the technical difficulties earlier. We have been recording this whole thing. Uh, so when we will, when this is over, we will put the clean version up. Uh, are we, did we talk, are we not recording a bonus Patreon it's recording. for this? That I don't know. I'll ask. No, I'll ask about yeah, it's nothing you have to worry about, Jeff. Right now, not right now. Yes, hush, don't worry hush, about she's it. She's still pretty. It's okay. Don't hush, worry. hush, beautiful. This. Also, I hate uh, to say this, but you've been playing your guitar incorrectly this whole time. It's been on your lap. I just wanted to put that out that's there. The other Kim, one. That's his whole the other thing. One Go watch episode thirty-seven. <laughs> it's the whole thing. It's the plank. It's the he's. It's patented. Bitch. Just don't say I play Jeff Healy style. Oh no. We don't even know who she is. I would never. You've never seen Roadhouse? Of course I have. Every, like, white boy Becky I went to high school with has seen Roadhouse and definitely. The Sways. There. There. Yeah, but Ugh. everyone wants to be in Roadhouse, but no one ever clocks their sexist friends. It's true. Roadhouse. Ghost. Calling you out. Oh, Kim says Waffles misses her twin. Oh, sorry. Cher says, Kim, Waffle misses her twin sister. I hop. I love that. Well, let's hear um, one more song from Mr. Jeff. Then we're going to come back and give a little night tight closer. We hope you guys had a good time. Please tip Jeff um, and subscribe to it and support him on Patreon. Uh, and if you don't support us, you could support us too. What's $5? I mean, really? What's $5? A lot to some people. <laughs> yeah. Yes, me and Kim included. Um, I'm so hungry. People. Yeah. She I had still to have to pay for this hair haircut today to pay for lunch. <laughs> she had to sell that to make a wig. So please, without any further ado, give it up 
for Jeff the Plank Planginor who can't even look at us right now. <laughs> the Plank no, Star. That's why I enjoy it. That's why I enjoy it. That's why I enjoy it. This is a song that I did uh, on on the Patreon a while back when I was really getting fed up with social media and really getting fed up with. Uh, uh, cable news because up here in Canada news is actually like news like they actually just show the news and they report the news and it's cool um, and uh, so I wrote the song with my friend Scrappy Judd Newcomb and uh, here it goes I'm going to do the short version lift me up don't put me myself off and arise from the cold, cold ground. Don't you think we could use a little good news this time? Yeah, I'm taking back reality cause I don't want to live in the church of the poison mine. what they say we've known from the get-go what we had all along so darling put your hand in mine oh we're gonna paint this town outside the lines it's not there we're too defined they're still silly but we're not myself off and rise from the cold, cold ground. Don't you think, yeah, we could use a little good news this time. Yeah, I'm taking back reality because I don't want to live in the church of the poison mind. For all the backstabbers and half-steppers There's a better use of time and I know it's not Reliving or regretting So darling, put your hand in mine Yeah, we're gonna paint this town outside the lines It's not there, we too defined They're still silly, but we're not Oh, we also forgot a patron, a Patreon subscriber earlier. Of course, our incredible subscriber, the Wallens, who've been on the show so many times, we love them <laughs> dearly. The uh, please support the Wallens. They are incredible. They also have a patron uh, and a, a little website you can click in the pinned comments. Click, so, click. 
tip Mr. Jeff. Jeff, where can we see your shows? I know you're doing live streaming shows every week, so tell us how to watch those. Well, I do them on Tuesdays, and I'm on Twitch, and I'm on Facebook, and I'm on YouTube, and I'm on Twitter Periscope. But basically, if you just look at www.jeffplankenhorn.com, you can find all that. You can find my Patreon, and I'm on all the socials, because you know I got good people. And uh, they're working hard, and I appreciate them. It's been hard to find them, but it's really, really nice. Um, yeah. So that's a good way. And then Tuesdays, uh, let's see, if we talk about Central Time, Tuesdays at 1 p.m., I do like a question and answer show with uh, musicians called 20 Question Tuesdays. This month, I've got a lot of great people. I've got uh, Pat Byrne, Nakia, Ruthie Foster, Carolyn Wonderland, and Ray Wiley Hubbard. So uh. nobody good. No one good. <laughs> Garbage. Trash. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and then uh, I do my From Here to There, which is just me playing a bunch of songs. I'll be doing that in about 40 minutes on uh, on The Faces and all the other yeah, stuff. So, so it. it's called From Here to There, and then I'll go do it. And uh, I'm going to absolutely follow you gals and people and Chris and everybody on Comedians Interviewing Musicians on Patreon as soon as we get off. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Uh, well, also, if you ever need a... We'll do a back and forth. ...non-musicians, we're happy to be on your show. Honestly, it's questions. awesome. And I, I kind of dig that, like, we might have you on sometime just to talk about what you're doing with this. Because I've always kind of oh, felt, and it sounds a little weird, and I'll just make it really short. I know, too late. Is to... Uh, uh, I miss the days when comics would go and open up for musicians and vice uh, versa. So, I desperately so miss that. I know that it's not um, it's not always uh, financially a great thing, but I think if more musicians and comics were smart about it, it could be an, it could be a great thing. And I really, really, really miss that. And I think that yes. someday things like this will start bringing us back together in the right ways. There's mm -hmm. a kindred spirit between comedy and music. It's vulnerable. It's a coping mechanism, and for a lot of people, it's a necessity to deal with reality. And Damn right, I you get out of your you, head. Yeah. And all the people involved in both of those things are weirdos. We're all yeah. wackos. Just a Therapy. bunch of weirdos. Yeah. yeah. And I it's love it. Um, also, too. Jeff has incredible merchandise online, so please leave oh, that comment thanks. as well. He's got yeah. Claudia says they have a cup at Chris and Claudia's house. Mugs. Yeah. yeah I got the mugs. The Coffee Find Me mugs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It'll be perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we're going to let you get to your other show. Uh, thanks to our patrons. Thanks to Graham for being here. We really appreciate it. Yes. Yeah, that Thank was you great. to Chris for fixing the audio of the, the rockiness that happened before and him being a rock star. Oh, oh Alice. Oh, Alice, Alice, you're the star. Oh. Did you want to sing? <laughs> Just guess what? Uh, you know, like our dogs have inner voices. Yeah. Alice, Alice's inner voice is Jennifer Tilly. <sighs> The bat pig has arrived to say goodnight. Oh, hi. If I try to pick up my dog, he'll bite me. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Not a, not Sometimes a, no. that's best. Here. Sometimes um, it's best. Everyone follow Jeff on Patreon. Oh, there's Celine in her cup. Here's oh. Celine Dion. <laughs> Look at that. She's stretching her leg out. She's like, hello. <laughs> Vaudeville, I'm baby. 50. <laughs> I'm 50. I'm 50. Chris is on a 30 second delay, so let's just give okay. him an Okay, bye. Thanks, okay, buddy. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Super fun. Okay, head over to CIMP.live and get your bonus videos, photos, merch, and more. 
And remember, give the podcast a five-star rating. Every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. Find all the full videos and past podcasts at musicfirsthand.live. Thanks for listening. See you next time.